Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, it's your Tuesday, January 26th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. It is game day once again. Flyers-Devils tonight. They will take on the Devils for the next two, both at the Prudential Center in New Jersey. Let me tell you what's coming up before we preview the game tonight. Uh, we're going to talk with Shane Gossesbear. I had a ch- chance to catch up with Ghost yesterday. Uh, he is now cleared, practicing with the team on the other side of the coronavirus for him. And looking forward to getting back in the lineup, we'll talk to Ghost here coming up in a couple of minutes. And also going to hear yesterday's media availability from Flyers center Sean Couturier. He did get out on the ice yesterday, uh, worked out with uh, skills coach Angelo Ricci, along with a couple of other players. Not ready to push it too hard yet, but certainly a good sign that he's back on the ice already and starting to work on some things to get his game back in order and when his health permits, get back into the lineup. Before we get to uh, Shane Gostisbehere, though, let's preview the Flyers-Devils. Now, the Devils so far this season, five games played with a record of 3-1-1, one, and one, seven points. They are sitting in the third spot, tied with the Bruins and the Flyers with seven points. Uh, but that 3-1-1 one, and one record uh, has them off to a really good start. Now, they're a team that a lot of people thought were going to be the bottom team in the division, in this East division, very tough division. Uh, but they're off to a good start. Jack Hughes is a big part of that. He has been very good to start this year. Uh, five games played for Jack Hughes, three goals, four assists, seven points. He's leading the Devils in scoring. Looks like a far different player uh, than he was last year. A lot more assertive on the ice and living up to that number one overall draft selection uh, from two years ago in the NHL entry draft. Here's who the Devils have taken on so far. You go, well, they, they got a good record, but who they played, right? Well, everybody in this division is pretty good. Uh, they opened up their season with Boston, a 3-2 shootout loss, so they got a point out of that one. And then they got a 2-1 overtime win over the Boston Bruins. Then they took on the Rangers for one, and they got a 4-3 win in New York in the Garden. And then they took on the New York Islanders, lost 4-1 on the road, and then came back home to the Prudential Center, and it was a 2-0 score in favor of the New Jersey Devils. Scott Wedgwood got the shutout in that game for the Devils. Mackenzie Blackwood's played three games. Scott Wedgwood has played two. He's got a loss and a win, does Wedgwood. And Mackenzie Blackwood, real good goaltender. He has been very good last year and coming into this year. A lot of expectations on him. Uh, So far this year, a 1.9 goals against average and a 947 save percentage. He has seen uh, 115 shots and only allowed six goals. He's a big athletic goaltender. We'll get a look at him tonight versus Brian Elliott. What the Flyers need to do is control what they can control. This is all about dictating, going out, and and making the other team react to you. And that's by spending time in their offensive zone, simplifying. We've talked about it on this podcast several times about simplifying, getting bodies, getting pucks to the net, and really winning those one-on-one battles that Kevin Hayes talked about in his availability after the game the other night, the 6-1 loss to the Bruins. He said the game's about 50-50 battles, and we lost way too many of them. Uh, They have to be stronger on pucks. they got to be more diligent in the details of the game and simplify their offense and start uh, building foundational blocks to getting the team back to where it's supposed to be and dictating the terms in a game instead of reacting so much uh, to the opposition, and particularly in their D zone. Look, you cure a little bit of that problem if you spend time in their offensive zone. They go hand-in-hand, but we'll see how that turns out tonight against the Devils team that's playing well to start this season. Let's get to my conversation right now. He hasn't played a game yet this season, 
But Shane Goss's bear, now cleared from COVID protocol, was bunkered down in quarantine for a couple of weeks in his apartment watching the Flyers. Very difficult when you're a professional athlete to sit around and watch the team and knowing you cannot help them at that particular time. Here's my conversation with the Flyers defenseman, Shane Gostisbehere. Joining us right now on Flyers Daily, he hasn't gotten into a game yet this year. He was dealing with the COVID. Number 53, Shane Gostisbehere. Shane, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I got to ask you, start right here. How frustrating has it been after, you know, a good and productive camp that you had, not to mention, you know, you've mentioned feeling better and that, you know, physically than you felt maybe in a couple of years to have to sit on the sideline and, and watch the start to the season. How was that for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was definitely tough, you know, going through a good camp and, you know, obviously finally feeling healthy physically with, you know, my knees and whatnot. And, you know, I think I was primed for, you know, obviously a bigger role this season. And, you know, obviously I got COVID and, you know, it was definitely, you know, tough to go through, you know, seeing my team. But again, on the other side, I'm thankful, you know, that, you know, my symptoms weren't too bad and, you know, that I'm healthy again. Uh, I can imagine as a pro athlete, Shane, that that the element of, you know, handling things that are out of your control is something that can wear on you. How do you kind of deal with that as things come along in, in your career? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've dealt through, you know, some adversity the last couple of seasons and, you know, with injuries and whatnot. I mean, it's just a, you know, more salt in the wound, I guess. So, you know, for myself, you know, it definitely sucks, you know, seeing the, the season start and everything go, you know, my teammates, you know, go on the road and you're home and you're stuck in your house. But again, I mean, I got to look at the bright side, take some positives from it. You know, I'm, I'm healthy. It didn't hit me, you know, too hard. And, you know, I'm still obviously a human being before a professional athlete. So, you know, obviously I'm just, you know, happy. I'm healthy again. Uh, Ghost, this weekend I was at the ring for one of my son's game and a Flyers fan came up to me and said, yo, Martinez, when is Ghost coming back? Rather enthusiastically. I, I said, I hope real soon. He said, uh, and he, and he said to me, he said, what's Ghost like? What makes him tick? And I said, you're a guy that through all the trade rumors, the health setbacks and everything, that you genuinely love playing in Philadelphia and that it seems very important for you to play here. Uh, I know you and your girlfriend have a very deep-rooted deep life here. Is that an accurate statement about how, how you feel about playing for the Flyers? No, for sure. I mean, you know, it's the only organization I've ever known. Um, you know, my my fiancé works at, you know, the Children's Hospital and, she went to nursing school here and, you know, I started my career here. I mean, we've, we've got deep roots here and, you know, obviously we love the city of Philadelphia, everything it brings. And, you know, we love the feistiness of it. I mean, you know, both of us have, you know, made a good life here and obviously leaving that when you're, you know, obviously very comfortable, you know, would be tough for sure. But, you know, on the other side, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a great city to be in. It's a great place to live. And, you know, I'm definitely happy here. And you've integrated and do some great charity work as well with the SPCA and others. Um, at Ghost and Camp, you were reunited with Ivan Provorov. You were reunited on the ice with him uh, as well in, in practice. What's it like playing alongside Ivan for you? And, and secondly, uh, is that the possibility how you're going to draw into the lineup? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, he gives you a boat of confidence out there. I mean, he, he gives me the reins to do my thing. And, you know, obviously he's, he's so sound defensively. You know, it, it makes my defensive game, you know, I want to be on par with him. So, you know, obviously he's such a great player and he makes our team go. And, you know, I think just getting an opportunity to play with him, you know, it, it definitely ups your level of play and you want to play good. And, you know, obviously when you're playing again with him, you know, good things are going to happen. Coming off COVID, you know the amount of minutes that he's been playing. Now you guys have been short lineup with some injuries in game. Um, where's your conditioning, do you feel, right now coming off of the COVID situation? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel good. I mean, obviously, that was my first practice this morning, and, you know, I felt pretty good. You know, the guys were telling me that was actually a tough practice, and, you know, you know, I thought I went through it pretty well. So it was a good test. I mean, obviously, games are definitely different. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll be playing in the 30s like Provi, but, <laughs> you know, um, I think my conditioning, you know, I, it, it came back pretty pretty well. Uh, how do you control, you know, your emotions and adrenaline when you get, you're get you drawn into the game? You've been through a lot here with the COVID and, and just the pandemic and everything. You're chomping at the bit to get back, but how do, how do you kind of control the adrenaline and emotion to still play within yourself and not get so pumped up and try and do too much? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I think I'm a veteran at this point, and, you know, I've come into situations where I haven't played in a while, and, you know, I've come in and play well. I think I just got to use that experience, you know, just get out there, you know, stay within my limits. And, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, you know, do the thing that makes me the player I am. And I think you just got to be good at recognizing those situations. Don't push the envelope too much. And, you know, I think the most important thing is, you know, go have fun. That's why we play the game and, you know, just go be a kid out there again. Goes through the whole pandemic. I think we've all found the end of Netflix. And I'm sure that while you were kind of bunkered up uh, for those couple of weeks in the house, you were watching some hockey, watching the Flyers as well, even though it's probably difficult to watch when you can't get out there. But having a short camp, not much practice time, no exhibition games. Uh, are you seeing some of the issues in play as a result of those circumstances? Um, I wouldn't say that. I mean, everyone's doing the same thing. I mean, no one played exhibition games. You know, you have your inner squad games and, you know, everyone's going through the same thing. I mean, it's definitely tough, you know, when you get your team gets bit by the injury bug, especially with big players like Coots and, you know, Maizy and whatnot. And, you know, it's just it's little growing pains that you got to tweak. You know, obviously the ideal situation for a team is, you know, come out blazing, you know, start 5-0 and and you're off to the races. I mean, even last year, I don't think we started too well. And, you know, it's definitely a shorter season. So obviously we got to figure it out when, you know, the time comes and just, you know, find our groove again. Are you a player that kind of feels like, your game clicks in, in in segments, if you will. You know, when you first get out, it's you know you're getting in, you're getting conditioned, but then the hands get dialed in with the head, with the legs, and then everything kind of clicks. Do you feel that as a player in, in your in yeah, your for sure. Time? I mean, you could have like one shift right when you start the game where you know you get a shot on goal, you make a cool play, you make a guy miss, you make a you know a good outlet pass. It just builds confidence, and the more comfortable you get, the more in the groove you can get. I mean, you just got to have it right from the jump. You can't go out there scared and to make plays and you just have to have that confidence you just get yourself in the groove and you know it'll be better for the team quarantine is, is a lonely place to be but i bet after going through it it feels pretty darn good to be back in the room mixing it up with the boys oh for sure i mean i i came in last week when you know my my 13 days or 14 days was up and you know just to see human beings again was nice um it was, it was cool to see the boys you know i saw them before they went to boston and you know it was awesome just to you know be around the guys talk a little and get out of my damn house yeah break some stones as well uh last thing for you ghost uh, your fiance gina is, is she's a frontline worker i saw her post about getting the vaccine a little while back i imagine the stress of on frontline workers is just incredible and the work that they're doing and she's doing is is just so incredible and they're, they're heroes now couple that with the stress of a pro athlete how much have you guys kind of leaned on each other in these unprecedented times i'm sure the dogs help in in some way but how yeah, much do you guys lean sure. on each I mean, other uh, <laughs> yeah for what gina does you know when she comes home, tells me what she went through in the day. I, I, I just, I'm all, honestly in awe. I can't believe, you know, the day she has and what she has to go through. I mean, all the frontline workers and, you know, what they're dealing with on top of it with COVID and, and whatnot. I mean, it, it, it's tough for sure. I mean, I know I appreciate what she does and what, 
you know, what she did for me during quarantine, taking care of me, making all my meals and whatnot. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a special thing because, you know, obviously we help each other out. I mean, I'll have a bad day at the rank or something. It's nothing compared to what she's going through. So I think my job's a little more, you know, to make her feel better. So I think, uh, you know, I have, to, I have it easy when I look at the whole, the whole picture. So I'm, I'm very blessed to have her by my side. Uh, it's so, it's so well said, and you know th- that's the thing. It she provides you such great perspective, and maybe that makes that in a way that makes it free of mind to to go out and do what you do even better. Um, and, and like I said, I'm sure those dogs uh, were keeping you busy and and keeping you company, right? <laughs> yeah, they put you put a smile on your face for sure. They definitely yeah. help. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Shane, I'm, I'm so glad that you're through the COVID situation and you're feeling well. Can't wait to see you back on the ice. I know Flyer fans are excited. Uh, best of luck coming up this week. We appreciate you doing this, and, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Looks like Ghost will be paired on that top pairing alongside Ivan Provorov uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers. We'll see if he's on that number one power play unit as well. Now, a key guy that has been out for the Flyers since the second game of the season, Sean Couturier in that 5-2 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins in game number two. Played two shifts in that game, 45 seconds. Got a bit of a rare injury, uh, but he spoke to the media yesterday after his workout at the skate zone, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, hey, Sean. Uh, have you? Uh, how are you feeling, first of all, and have you set a timetable for your return? I uh, haven't really set a timetable, but I'm feeling better. Um, just trying to stay uh, as, as good in, in, in shape as I can. And uh, you know, today was uh, was a step forward by by skating and, and trying to get uh, my uh, my game shape uh, back together. Hey, Sean, can you talk about the injury or where it happened? It looked like just a non, just one of those hockey plays that don't really feel like any injuries happen from. Was it just he got you in a wrong place, or was it just something that just felt didn't right after you got hit? Yeah, it was. It was one of those hits that I I take every game. I've probably taken you know over a thousand of those hits in in my career, and 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 probably have gotten hit a lot harder before, and nothing happened. And this one is just. Uh, I'm not too sure exactly how it happened. Um, I think it might have been just not even from the hit, but more from taking the hit in in the glass in the board and and absorbing it. Uh, maybe I, I'm not too sure. I just. Um, you know, it just didn't didn't feel right coming back to the bench, and um, you know, just wanted to get checked out, make sure everything was all right. But uh, it kind of got pretty sore uh, afterwards, and um, yeah, here here I am now rehabbing and trying to get back uh, back to a hundred percent. Hey, Sean. Um, reading you know descriptions of this injury, you know, online and whatnot, it sounds like for some people it can get really bad in the sense of you know when you breathe, when you cough, when you sneeze, things like that. Is, has it been, I guess, that rough for you, or is it maybe not as bad as those uh, those descriptions might have you believe? Yeah, the, the, I want to say the the first the first few days were, uh, were were pretty painful when, like you said, sneeze or or uh, you know sleeping so weren't weren't easy the first first few nights. But uh, you know now I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, you know I'm able to do. Uh, a lot of uh, normal things like like skating today and uh, hopefully it just gets better and better and uh, I can get back to, to playing pretty soon. Yeah, hi, Sean. Just wondering, where are you most restricted with the injury? Can you shoot pucks? Can you handle pucks? What's your your you know your status right now in that regard? Uh, I'm not too sure. I, you know, I, I, I got to be careful uh, with not pushing it too much. Um, I feel I can do a lot of stuff on, on the ice, but 
I can't really push it and, you know, got to let it heal. Uh, you know, it's still not, like I said, it's, it's not fully hundred percent, you know, comfortable out there, but at least I can, can skate, get a good, uh, good cardio in me and, and try to keep my legs for, uh, for whenever I'm back. Hey, Sean, uh, I was just wondering how often you've been able to just watch the guys and just what have you thought of the, of the start so far? Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched every game. Um, obviously it's, it's tough watching when you can't be out there and, and help your team. Um, obviously I think we're, we're not playing that, uh, that good. Uh, you know, there's some, some things that we need to, to clean up in our game, but, uh, you know, um, it's, it's early in the year and, and, you know, we're, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure we, we fix those things and, and moving forward, we're, uh, we're going to become a pretty good team. Progressive steps forward for Sean Couturier, and he's not a player that's easy to replace. You can say, yeah, next man up, and we get that, and that's that's true. But he's not simply replaced. He does so much on the ice uh, for this team, kills penalties, plays power play, key face-offs, uh, shuts down top lines. That's a really hard combination of player to replace with one player. Hopefully, the Flyers get Sean Couturier back soon enough. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. Day after game edition coming up tomorrow. Flyers-Devils tonight at 7 o'clock. We'll talk to you on the radio for the game. Everybody, thanks for listening, and enjoy your hockey tonight. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul.